the coronavirus. It has changed our lives big time, and it's had a huge impact on how we do ministry. But how do we continue to serve kids, parents, and leaders in the midst of these very uncertain times? If you want to talk more about that, then stick around because that's what we're diving into today on the Simple Kidmin Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Simple Kidmin Podcast, the podcast where we take the complicated world of children's ministry and boil it down to the things that matter most. I'm Jason Byerly. I'll be your host. I have been serving in children's ministry for about 24, 25 years now. And I'll tell you what, this is one of the most interesting times I have seen in all of those years of ministry. Of course, we are in the midst of dealing with the coronavirus, and it is Saturday, March 14th when I'm recording this. So this situation seems like it changes every day and new developments pop up. But as of today, we are looking at Sunday morning where we will not be gathering together in our church building. We will have online services only like many churches around the country, around the world. And so as a children's pastor, I have been asking a lot of questions with my team of how we can continue to serve our kids, our parents, our leaders, even when we're not going to see them face to face. And so I know you guys are wrestling with the same questions in your church. And so just wanted to share a few thoughts that our team has come up with and a few things we're doing as we're just dipping our toes into the water where ministry looks a little different than it typically does. So like I said, we won't be gathering together in our church building tomorrow for children's ministry. We will be streaming online services. We already have an online service that meets every week. We consider it one of our campuses, and we're going to have a couple of those tomorrow. But what does that mean for kids? Now, it was late Thursday morning when we found out that we would not be gathering together in our building for our services this weekend. And so our team immediately put our heads together and we began to talk about how we could still connect with families, even though we wouldn't all be in the building together. And we weren't sure exactly how we were going to do it at first, but we said we would love to provide some kind of online content through our Children's Ministry Facebook page for parents early on Sunday at seven o'clock so that they would have access to it so they could interact with that, watch it with their kids before they attended the online service at 10 or 11.30. And so fortunately, um, we use Orange Curriculum and they provided a really cool video package at the very end of the day that has a countdown, a song, Uh, some teaching and Bible story that we're able to post and share with our families. Now, the funny thing is this weekend, we actually had recorded a new teaching video for elementary ministry because we wanted to take things in a little different direction than our curriculum was going because it just didn't quite work for what we wanted to accomplish in our environments that day. So for our elementary kids, we're actually just going to post that teaching video that we shot ourselves for elementary, but we'll be using the orange content package for our preschool kids. Now, what if you don't use Orange? Or what if you don't have your own videos that you've shot? Well, there are so many great options out there. There are a couple of animated video series put out by churches that I absolutely love. Saddleback Kids has a great series of Bible stories that are fun and funny, and also just really good at teaching Bible stories for kids. Also, Crossroads Kids out of Cincinnati, they produce some really good animated Bible story videos too. And so, If we didn't have the option of Orange or using our own video, what I would do is I would probably link one of those videos from YouTube 
put some discussion questions on there and share that with parents for Sunday morning so they would have something to watch with their kids and a way to interact with it. So that would be my advice to offer something this Sunday, even if you're just linking in someone else's content. Go on YouTube, find something you like, share it with your families and give them a way to interact. Now, another way you could do this, if you or one of your volunteers was planning on teaching this Sunday, well, get an iPhone and just record a selfie video of the lesson. You don't have to make it anything fancy or super high quality. I think parents will just appreciate that you are thinking about them and their kids. So my advice would be to offer some kind of online content. Facebook is such an easy way to push it out. Or if you have a smaller gathering in your church, maybe you could just text it out to everyone if you record your own video or want to send out a link with some discussion questions. If you don't have the capability of shooting an iPhone video or don't feel comfortable teaching on video or whatever, you could just write a little devotion for them and give them something to talk about on Sunday morning in place of their normal children's ministry experience. If there was something you were already planning on doing, see if you can adapt that so you're not starting from scratch. The bottom line is for any of these Sundays when we're not able to meet in person, I think it will go a long way if we let families know we are continuing to want to partner with them and minister alongside of them and help reinforce what they're teaching at home by offering them some helpful content to teach the Bible to their kids. So if that's something your curriculum company provides, great. If that's just a quick video that you shoot on your own or one of your volunteers shoots on their phone or whatever, that's great. If it's just text, that's great too. Write up a quick devotional, give them some discussion questions, give them some fun activities to do. That would be great. So online content for Sunday morning, that's the first place we started. But then we realized that, you know, parents are going to have a lot of questions about talking to their kids about the coronavirus because this has become so disruptive at this point. Most of our families are looking at at least three weeks out of school. One of our campuses even has four weeks out of school, and that's just for the foreseeable future. You know, we don't have any guarantees that we'll be able to go back to school at the end of that time period. So that's pretty disruptive in the life of a kid. So we wanted to make sure that we equipped our parents with just some talking points and some things to think about to talk to their kids about coronavirus and this whole situation. So I put together uh, some talking points, a little parent guide that we have posted on our Southland Kids Facebook page. You're welcome to go over there and check it out. Again, it's Southland Kids. And we posted that yesterday on Friday the 13th. And we rolled that out. And in it, I just give a few talking points, some things to consider for parents, but then also I linked to a great article over on the Parent Q blog and a couple of their guides for helping kids deal with anxiety that I think would be really helpful if people wanted to take it deeper. So I would advise you guys, if you haven't already done so, get online, do some research, find some articles that you would think would be helpful to your families, and make sure you share those out in whatever way is the easiest way for you to communicate with your families. Email, social media, texting, whatever works for you. Now, like I said, that's over at our Southland Kids Facebook page. So go check it out. If it's helpful for you, then feel free to share that with your families or adapt it or whatever, or just go find something else out online that would be helpful. So again, I think talking points, parent conversation guide, parenting tips during this time would be really, really helpful. Now, the third thing that we're looking at is the fact that our kids are going to be out of school 
for a long time. And parents are looking at that time, trying to figure out what is this going to look like. So one of the things we've said we're going to do is every weekday between now and Easter, we've committed to posting some video on our Facebook page. It might be something that we've created, something old that we've had. Before we were using Orange, we did a lot of teaching videos that were kind of funny and fun. And so we may post some of those. We may post just things that we find that we think would be entertaining to kids and keep pointing them back to Jesus. So again, I just think this touch point daily in the lives of our families is going to be important because it will just let them know that, hey, we get it. This is a hard season, but we're here to cheer you on and to try to give you helpful resources along the way. Now, finally, what about our leaders? You know, we're so used to having this weekly touch point with our leaders where we get to get together with them in leader huddles and pray. So I think the bottom line there is that we just want to stay connected with our leaders just because we're not seeing them in children's ministry. Let's stay in touch with them. Let's see how they're doing. How can we encourage them and minister to them during these very interesting times? So if you normally communicate with your leaders through texts or email or social media, whatever, just keep on doing that, but just make sure they don't fall off your radar. So I think the bottom line there is that we just want to stay connected with our leaders. I think that will really be important to keep building your leader culture and community, even when you're not meeting together face to face. Now, finally, I just want to take a few minutes and talk about you guys, because if you're like me, you have your own questions and anxiety and just you're thinking about your family members who are maybe older that might be in a higher risk category and you're worried about them and you're thinking about how you're going to provide for your own family and just these really uncertain, interesting times. And I just wanted to remind all of us of Psalm 46. In the NIV, it says, God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. Verse 10 goes on to tell us, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. It's easy in the midst of difficult circumstances to forget that. Forget to just stop. Let God be God. He still is God. He's still in control. We don't have to have all the answers in this season. We don't have to run the universe. That's his job. And we can trust him as a good father and a good shepherd to take care of us. After all, verse 1 reminds us that he is our refuge. He is our strength. He is an ever-present, ever-present help in trouble. So we don't have to fear. Even though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, even when the world falls apart, God doesn't fall apart. God is still in control, and he has a great plan for our lives. And just like with all difficult circumstances, he will continue to work out good, even in the midst of trial and tragedy. So just want to encourage you guys with that thought. God is still at work. He still loves you. He still has a great plan for you and your ministry. And just be creative. Look for opportunities that maybe you wouldn't normally have to bless your families during this season. I hope to be back talking to you soon as we continue to navigate these uncharted waters. In the meantime, just keep on praying and trusting God and loving on your families. And he will work things out in the end and provide a lot of great ministry opportunities along the way. Thanks for listening. I'll see you back here next time on Simple Kidman.